0: Okay. My mic sounds nice, check one. My mic sounds nice, check two. My mic sounds nice, check three. My mic sounds nice, check four. My mic sounds nice, check five. My
1: mic sounds nice, check six. My mic sounds nice, check seven. All right, guys, you're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole with Luis. I am doing episode after episode, and you guys are still here. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're still doing it. I am very, 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 very... I'm just kidding. I'm in a good mood, man. I mean, I'm having a really good time. Uh, I've been getting back into podcasting a lot, and uh, a lot of people are starting to, you know, see that. Um, And, you know, with uh, COVID and everything that's happening... I definitely stopped recording. So, uh, you know, being back out here is really nice. I'm really trying to get out there. So thank you guys for listening this far, thus far, this far. And uh, real quick, uh, I have another guest. If you saw from the tagline, you guys keep looking at the taglines. And now when I'm posting them, you see who it is. But if you don't know, can you please tell me who you are? Uh, My name is Robert Sorensen. I am the inventor of the Simple Squat
0: which is a piece of exercise equipment that I hope to be
1: to get out there to a lot more people right now. And I'm very fascinated by this machine. I honestly, when I saw it in the, in the photos, I was very skeptical. Like a lot of people might be just because of its size and what the claims of the different things that you can do with it. I was very, how can you bring a whole gym into a portable, Cause I'm a big dude. I don't like working out. I'm actually trying to knock some rust off. So when I see something too good to be true, I don't believe it. Um, and so, how roughly, roughly how old is this project that you have had? How when was it for when its first inception to actual execution? Um, well, the idea has been a lot of years. Okay.
0: Um, I actually saw a uh, a person at the gym who actually was in a wheelchair and they would just put a couple of pads down on the floor and they put their shins on these pads and they would do squats. Mm-hmm. And I kept, and I saw this person, I was like, I think, you know, you could probably come up with something that would get, work a little better, you know. And so I started, started just tooling around with something and came up with an idea and then was able to get it to... um Get it through the patent process, which was a little bit interesting in itself, and that, then then um, after that, it was you know trying to sell it to companies. I got turned down, but I did have one company actually respond, and and I started a email dialogue. They were able to um, set me up with a manufacturer, so now I actually have some product to sell. So it's been been a, a very it's a long, drawn-out, but it's been a
1: fun process. And that's what I'm really fascinated by is the whole process. I myself wanted to get into any type of, uh, you know, from, a, from an idea to actually creating something. I almost want to pick your brain on how you did that because that's impressive. Not many people can do that. And the fact that you had that idea and, you know, I'm all about manifesting your own success. I'm all about making things happen. And if anything, you're the, one of the biggest examples of making things happen. Um, so, uh, do you, what, 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 what do you, you've been, how should I say this? You have been focused a lot of your time on just this product and we'll get to it in a second. Cause I, I guys, I want you guys to definitely see this. Any video or any picture I show you will not do it justice because you have to see it. And you have to feel it for yourself. My legs still feel it. I have some blood flowing because of this machine, and I'm just dumbfounded how small it is. And uh, you know what? You, are you do you just what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? I guess where I should go because I'm curious wow. about where the mindset is if, if, if you spend all your time thinking about this idea or do you have a normal nine to five? Um, well, it's definitely not a normal nine to five.
0: I'm, I'm a, uh, what they call an operator technician at a, a glass factory here in Salem mm-hmm. that, um, what we do is we put, um, what they call low E coating on glass, which is an energy efficient coating. And the process that does that, um, basically we put the, the glass under vacuum, and these are large sheets of glass. These are by 100 inches wide by 144 inches long. And, and they also vary in sizes and thicknesses. And we're putting a coating on there that's actually atomic level. It's several. It's, it's you know, 12, 13 layers thick, but it's all atomic level. It's less than 1 100th of a hair thickness. And we're doing it. It's actually similar to how they do, the, you know, the processor work up in, uh, up at Intel. And stuff, and it's so it's very high tech. So I have to think a lot about that when I'm there. Um, it's not nine to five because I work. Um, they want two of us technicians in the building twenty four seven. So everybody suffers the pain. So we work four 12 four hour day shifts, have four days off, then work four hour night shifts.
1: <laughs> so. And you're a really busy guy then, because uh, honestly, guys, uh, this interview actually was supposed to have happen happened pre COVID back in March uh, roughly. And then, you know, the world went to shit. So, uh, I'm really glad. I'm honored to have you here now. I'm, or I'm actually here with you. I'm in your, I'm in your home. I'm in your, um, in your space. So thank you for letting me into your space. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very humbled to be here. Um, and I just want to talk about your nine to five. Um, that is not normal. That's not typical. No, it's (laughs) Uh, not. What, what, what does the glass use? What do you
0: use this glass for? Um, it's, you probably see it all the time. You just don't know it. It's, it's It has to go inside insulated windows. Okay. And what it does is it blocks out the sun's ultraviolet and infrared rays. And it doesn't allow heat transfer through the glass. So if you're trying to cool your house in the summer, it doesn't allow the heat from outside to get into your house. When you're trying to heat your house in the winter, it doesn't allow that heat to get from in your house to out of your house. So it, it does a significant amount of saving of energy. And, is,
1: is, and maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Is this, this similar technology to, say, when you have a car and that strip of black and then the little dots around that protect the, the actual adhesive of the glass so it doesn't pop off when you're driving? Is that something? No, no, no it's not like that.
0: Okay. We've, done, we've done automotive windows where we've put a coating on there that they put into, um, into cars. If you, um, if you remember the old Chevy Luminas, mm-hmm. um, those, that big front window and the, mm. the red discoloration, yeah, yeah. That was the original time when they were originally trying to put coating on glass because they didn't have as much what we call color control. Because what we when um, like the way I look at color is different from everybody else. Because when when we sample the glass, we are sampling to make sure that it meets a certain color because people don't want two windows in their in their house one that's red, one that's green. So we we set a color standard, and I have to actually cook it and 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 test it and it's actually quantified by numbers there's actually a a color scale that's based on numbers and everything and so we have to test it and make sure that's within a
1: certain number of what what we have and what does it take to kind of to, to get to this position this is this is some high class stuff man like um, what did you what's your background what's your education like
0: well i sort of lucked into it yeah. um i've been doing this type of work since 1994 mm-hmm. i um I was um, living up in Washington, and there was a company starting up there, or starting the factory up there, called Cardinal Glass, which is basically the competitor to the company I work at now. I started their coder there, worked there three years, and I was actually born and raised in Albany. And when I found out that the competitor was building a coder here in Salem in 1997, I said, ooh... (laughs) Why don't I just send, you know, put my name in there and see what they, they, so they hired me. So I've actually, um, there's two flat glass coders in the Northwest and I'm the only person who started up both of them. Wow, um, Impressive. Thank Congrats, you. Congrats, man. Thank that's, you. That's really impressive. Yep. Ha- um, what they do require for the background of, of the operator technician is they prefer somebody with a two year electronics degree that you can get from Chemeketa. Mm-hmm. They, they really like to get people out of there, but most of them get hired and in Intel after that.
1: So. <laughs> Do you do you like what you do? Do you do you enjoy that or do you find that very stressful? Because that sounds um, a lot of numbers, a lot of zeros and ones if you it, it can me. be
0: stressful. It's it's a variety of work, is what I really like about it. Um, um, the schedule rotating days to nights is really hard. Um, mm-hmm. that's kind of what got me into fitness a lot is I found I can handle switching from days to nights through through fitness. So I, I to you know so I work very hard I go to the gym at least four days a week if not five um but yeah there's some days it's 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 stressful but it's fun because it's challenging it's never I rarely ever have the same day twice I mean that was that was one of my fears when I was young it's like going to a job and just you know just stamping something and going on and doing the same thing every day all the time and it's so it is challenging and the other thing is it's growing it's it's um, when I started in the business back in um, 1994, they had maybe one, maybe two different coatings that, that they would do, do you know, to put on the glass. And now, we run a minimum of four different coatings in a week, if, and, and, um, which are very different. They've really changed them, um, and they're constantly researching and coming up with new ones. So it's, it's, that's what I like most about it is just the growth. Because as a you know, because
1: I can grow as a person, and and you use you said you use fitness as a means to like a de stressor. Were you always a very fit person as is, or were you got into
0: it later on in life? Um, no, actually, I think I did it. I I kind of liked it somewhat in high school. Even mm-hmm. um, I did some sports, mostly the first couple years of high school, and then then I realized girls like cars. Very true. <laughs> and so very I true. started <laughs> last two years of high school. I worked. Mm-hmm. You know, to to have a car and and you know to be able to get out there and do things, um, so so I kind of got away from it, but then I got somewhat back into it, um, in my early twenties, and then you know late twenties, I kind of got a little busy with you know having a son born when I was twenty seven, so I was out of it for a few years, then back into it. So it's it's always been at least somewhat in my life.
1: You was know, that I've... always weird for you to have a kid at twenty seven? And I also the only reason I asked that is because I'm twenty nine. And because I come from a Hispanic family, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but I'm looked at as a freak now because either, and I'm just a freak because I, uh, I don't have like 17 baby moms. And so, uh, I, I guess I, I like hearing about people who have kids later on in life. Cause this doesn't make me feel as weird as my culture embeds it into me. Um, well, he wasn't planned
0: my son, but I'm, but he was a great thing that happened mm-hmm. when he did. Um, you know, and I'm still, you know, still thankful every day that I have him. And, you know, I guess the timing just, you know, I don't think, I don't, you know, it's not what I wanted, but I think it still fit pretty good. You know, you know, it's different for everybody.
1: Yeah. So. And you only have one kid, right? Yes. And uh, not bad, though. I guess I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have a kid. I've been telling people that I'm going to have kids, like, tomorrow. Um, it just hasn't happened or manifested yet. But yeah. I definitely... Uh, I'm worried about being an old dad. And that's yeah. one of the things, like I had a dream the other night about being an old dad, being like in my 60s. <laughs> and then I realized, uh, I don't know if you remember the movie uh, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. And he and he's like, Charlie Chaplin didn't have kids until his 70s and he couldn't even pick him up. And I was like, well, I don't feel so bad anymore. Because <laughs> then I think of Charlie Chaplin and then I think of uh, Billy Crystal and, and I, that kind of comforts me. So it's always really enlightening to know that, hey... Uh, I'm not failing in life yeah. by reproducing with, with, with your, when you were growing up, uh, you grew up in Albany. Uh, what was that like? I knew you were kind of, a, you were, you were into sports, you were into cars. Were you on any teams? Were you, uh, were you a troublemaker? Were you, were um. you very studious? <laughs> and I, I'm only interested because the fact that you're making your, you, you made this an, a very elaborate career for yourself. and, I, I just want to know what what was what was growing up like because I'm not studious um well I grew up kind of um well I, my parents divorced when I was very
0: young I never mm-hmm. saw them as as a married couple uh, mm-hmm. my mother my mother did go she went you know went through a few step I had a few stepdads I had one that kind of stuck with me a little too long because he wasn't very good mm-hmm. um which sort of you know at, at one point I kind of So for me, father figures, I kind of got into comic books, Marvel comics, and that was a big part of my father figure growing up. And I think that's another reason I I think the fitness part comes in, because I I think I've always wanted a superhero body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, um, growing up in Albany and also, you know, we, we grew up somewhat poor. And I think one of the reasons I chose factory work was growing up in Albany, there's a lot of factories down there. And to me, my friends whose parents worked at a factory, their life was a lot more stable. They, We moved around a lot. They didn't because, you know, their their dad worked at a factory. They had, you know, a home. They went on vacations. They, so I thought it was, you know, I always thought it was stable work. And I'm always kind of grateful with what I do because... Um, I've been at the same job since nineteen ninety seven which is almost unheard of these days
1: <laughs> yeah not I, I you're you're of a dying breed sir yes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um other than that i don't i did have i mean like any kid, I had a little bit of trouble, mm-hmm. not much most of the part i i think i was um was you know pretty good I had an older sister, and I think I learned what not to do from her, oh good, so you were <laughs> You, any yeah. more
1: siblings or was that it?
0: Um, I have two half-brothers um, and and uh, they're pretty good. They grew up with their father. So um, they're like my best friends now when we can get together. They still live in Albany. They also work at the same cannery their dad worked at. Oh, cool. For <laughs> yeah. that stable work is stable work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them, I think he is, uh, he might even be up for plant manager here in uh, next year or two. He's talking about the... He's second in charge of the plant. The plant manager's retiring in a couple of years, so he's possibly. I it's hard to say. Every
1: time I talk to him, he's got a different title. Mm-hmm. And that's always. <laughs> that's always. I like when people can throw out different titles or give me different business cards for like the same job or if it's a different job. Yeah. If you have, if you wear a lot of hats, I'm interested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So going back on your your you 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 had a stepdad, just and just really quick, was any of them named George? No, I feel like everyone who's had a stepdad. No, and I always tell people, yeah, everyone's had a, a, a stepdad, George. Yeah, and I just feel like that George is like a typical stepdad name. And thanks for breaking that mold. For me, <laughs> <laughs> I still have a stepdad, George. That's very really funny because like I grew up very similar. I had a, uh, you know, my my parents were wild in the '90s, and then uh, I had you know stepdads, and I have my uh, my brother. And then I had my half brothers who I met in you know season one, uh, and I got him together. And I'm actually trying to meet my bio biological father uh, here soon. Um, so is your was your relationship with your biological father good, or did you ever were you able to repair that, or see where he was coming from? Um, no, he's a very stubborn
0: man. <laughs> Fair. Um, he's very. Uh, uh, we had some. Times where we haven't having a uh, a bit of a relationship, but not much. Uh, growing up, he he definitely um, was definitely lived uh, well. I don't know if you ever heard he was he was a, really afraid back in the '70s of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. So he was, at one point he he bought just some land way up in the hills of Montana, and he was um, afraid that you know nuclear bombs are going to drop and he's going to be the only one alive and. So he was a bit of a survivalist. He was I I spent a summer with him there. I I he worked my he worked me like all day. He, mm-hmm. You know, he promised a lot of fun for that summer and it wasn't. He just worked me the whole time. And the, one time I remember him, you know, yelling at me about how I could live so close to a primary target. And I said, Well, I'm twelve, I don't decide where I live. <laughs> twelve <laughs>
1: oh my god i'm getting like ptsd PTSD from like my dad's (laughs) yeah were you a professional flashlight holder because that's what i did a lot of the time was was hold the flashlight and get yelled at
0: uh no i didn't i didn't do that i did get yelled at for different things and you know i was doing this wrong and that wrong and Mm -hmm. and and those kinds of things and um and yeah as an as an adult he uh you know we we did try reconnecting he's He's uh, lives his life a little bit differently, so it's kind of hard to deal with. And then also, he um, in my first marriage, he caused some issues. He he basically, you know, said some things to my ex-wife, and then he he sort of um, wanted to show up uninvited one time, and I had to tell him, "You can't come over," and it didn't work out too well. And so we didn't talk for a lot of years. And also, he was he was um, financially he wasn't there. And once I went through. You know, the, my own divorce and sealing what I had to do financially as well. I'm like, he should have been there for me mm-hmm. as I was there for my son. Um, he should have been there for me. And so we um, he tried to reconnect a few years ago. I kind of was trying to talk to him about maybe conditions of it, and he really
1: didn't want to hear it. So we we haven't really talked since. And that's always unfortunate when I hear stories like that, just because I relate that back to me. Because this is my world, obviously, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and when I I was very angry at my father, my biological father, for so many years, I was a very typical angry teenager, and rebelled and was like, uh, you know, tattoos and drugs, let's do it, yeah, and uh, let's uh, let's let's make mom mad, kind of thing, and it it, it didn't work out because. I didn't see myself getting anywhere. I was never studious. I was never into school. I barely graduated high school. I didn't want... Um, I was always making excuses for myself. And I blamed him. He was the main target of my frustration. So when I, uh, when I you know, started getting older, uh, he had me when he was 20. And so when, uh, as I got older, I started kind of getting less and less angry at him. And... Then when uh, I'm you know when I hit roughly 28,29 where I'm today, uh, I found forgiveness. plus I started learning about meditation and trying again, trying to work out, it leads back to me wanting to work out again. Uh, I'm at my less stressed and my less angry when I let go of some of it, that, some of that energy that I just keep built up. Um, so when I um, uh, you know reconnected, I was like, I mean, I don't necessarily forgive you, but I understand where you're coming from. And maybe if that's a sign of forgiveness, here it is then. Because I see where you're coming from. I see what you did when you were 20. I remember what it was like being 20. We're completely different. And maybe that's why I don't want to have kids so just yet. Just because I'm I'm scared of doing that. I'm scared of putting a kid through that. Um, What kind of fears as a dad did you have coming up uh, for your son? Oh. did Did your father kind of bring you any insecurities? Um, I think I don't know,
0: it was, i I wouldn't say it much for my father as much as like the um the fact that we moved around a lot mm-hmm. and everything and I always wanted to provide my son with a stable home you know that was always huge for me because um like you, I barely graduated high school because I went to four different high schools mm-hmm. so that's it's hard to try and get uh, you know a decent education when you're moving around and constantly changing schools, you know, getting to know people, and also, you know, different curriculums and the way they handle them and everything. Um, so I was always afraid of that, and I know that um, I also and I wanted stability. And when I, you know, when when I realized the first my first marriage couldn't work, and you know, we split up. There were certain things that I decided to give up too, like um, like my ex-wife's family, even though they they're not the greatest. They they have very um, consistent Thanksgiving and Christmases, so I just gave up those holidays. I didn't do the typical of you know, like oh you know you mostly you know you alternate holidays, right? What most parents do. I just said no. My family doesn't do as traditional. Her family does. He deserves that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I had. I mean, like any other father, I had a lot of fears you know, how how they're going to, how he was going to turn out, what was going to, you know, was he going to be bullied? Was he, you know, was he going to be a bully? Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> You know, I, I tried to talk to him about those things. I look at children as a, um, they're, they're just a blank chalkboard to me. And it's partly, you know, parents have a lot of responsibility to help, you know, fill their head with, you know, fill up the chalkboard mm-hmm. right on, the, you know, put, you know, knowledge and, and experiences and, you know, values and everything. And, and I've always been worried: Did I put the right things in there? Did I, did I show the right things? Did 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 they actually get through when I did show them the right things? Kind of thing. I it's, you know, and it changes too. I mean, what parenting is like compared to you know, um, you know, like spanking used to be common when I was a kid, and now it's definitely not so
1: common or anything. So, I, was, but, I, I thought that was weird too, and because I come from that, and then I started thinking about that, and I was like, I mean, if my kid acts up. I'm going to spank them. And then when someone told me you can't spank kids now, I said, well, why not? I will find a kid right now and spank them for no reason. <laughs> like, don't tempt me. And I know that's probably not a good idea. Um, but I, I guess maybe that just has to do with the times, you know, within, uh, at first I thought it was because of like, you know, people who had bratty children who would, uh, and I say that very lightly, but you know, kids who would, uh, I'm going to call the cops if you touch me. That was unheard of for me. Um, so, uh, I guess those are the things that I, I kind of want to bring to my offspring, but definitely with a lighter hand. I'm definitely not gonna go crazy like my grandmother and get a, a a, it's a, a like a hog bone from Mexico, wrapped in leather with leather whips. I still remember this thing. I think she still has it. She's still alive and she's she's my best friend now, and she's like the sweetest person. And she's like, I never did that to you i have never hit you with that i've never hit anybody i am a saint and then I'll, i i remember this was like years ago and i was like what's this what is this this is torture device um and then i realized there's a lot of more deep-rooted uh abuse and that's what i think is it abuse or is it punishing so that's what kind of where you where do you draw the line
0: um well one thing you never want to do it in anger yeah you know that's that's the big big thing and and it's tough because I never really did it much with my son. I can't I can't think. Of, I mean, maybe when he was really young, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of the sort of the shock value. Um, Most of the other times it was more of like, oh, no, I sit him down and talk to him or something and, and um, or take away technology. <laughs> kids, yeah. kids today have so much technology you're just like, oh, yeah. Video games are gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then that's all it takes, and then boom, you got him. Um, yeah, no, I, and 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 I'm part of that too because I do remember she would take away my technology. But uh, with the, you know with my stepdad George, I remember he had to like, you know, he would he would crack a whip or whatever, and just the cracking, he wouldn't do it at the time, but the cracking was the intimi- the intimidation was enough. Yeah, uh, I was actually more afraid of my mom because she was the one that was kind of you know the wild one that would jump on me for things. Um but speaking of jumping on things, I'm glad you guys are jumping on the bandwagon for down the rabbit hole. Uh really quick before I forget. Uh so how do you pronounce your last name because I have an accent and I mess it up every single time.
0: Sorensen.
1: Sorensen. Yes. So I've been saying Sorensen or <laughs> S- uh Sorson. And, and, and I know, and you can beat me up later for this one, but, um, I, I'm so bad with, with, with your name. I was like, oh man, I'm going to butcher it. But one of the things, uh, I learned and it took me later in life to realize if you just admit your mistakes, people are more forgiving than if you just play it off. Like you knew what you were doing. And so thank you for clearing that up. Um, and, uh, we'll be back with down the rabbit hole. You guys are still with the rabbit hole. You're in the rabbit hole. Are we digging right now? Do you like the digging? (laughs) Should we get pitchforks? Do you dig with pitchforks? No, you dig with shovels. We'll be right back. All right, guys, you're back with down the rabbit hole. You're still here with Luis. I am here with the man who, man, he does everything. And you know, I, I'm very fortunate to have you on my show. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna blow gas up your, up your, up your, up your bottom for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but you know, man, you, you, you. I'm first off, thank you for reaching out uh, and 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 wanting to be here because not many people get my show so the fact that you understand where i'm coming from you you get it you know uh more props to you and i'm always a fan of people who are genuinely nice and you're a very genuinely nice person it's hard to find that in 2020 uh to, to so thank you for just being a good dude thank um you. and one of the main things that i'm very intrigued about is your venture is the simple squat this first off the naming when did that come first or did that come after the production or the idea
0: um, well, I originally wanted to call it the butt builder. <laughs> um, it was kind of, it's kind of funny because I also think of like, um, because it, it is really good for, um, I can't do squats very well myself. That's another reason why, um, and I have, you know, I did a lot of running in high school and my knees aren't the greatest. And so I can't, you know, for someone who likes to work out, I can't do squats. It's hard. I can do them every once in a while, but I can't do them consistently. So it's another reason why I looked into doing this and everything, and I was seeing that it was working. And I was like, okay, this is this is doing it. So I originally was gonna call it the Butt Builder, but then I, later on I came up with Simple Squat because it is basically a simple squat. So anybody who can't do squats can do the on this thing. You do perfect form every time. It's really easy. Well, you've tried it.
1: So. Okay, guys, let me let me just break it down. I don't <laughs> let me let me give you my my plug really quick. Um, so. I came here with not, ex. I was expecting to get my blood flowing, but I didn't know how. And uh, just so you know, like I said, I don't like working out. I'm getting back into the routine. I'm trying to get it going and I'm finding it difficult to even do squats. Uh, I can, I'm doing, you know, thank you, uh, Eric. Thank you, Jason. um, But, you know, I'm doing my 10 pushups a day. I'm trying to eat healthier, uh, definitely trying to get that rust off. And, uh, so when I came here to experience, and yeah, that's a good word, experience the simple squat, because I, I can't tell you about it, but I experienced it. Um, I thought I was going to fall on my ass and sure enough, I didn't. This thing is sturdy. It's portable. It's compact. And, and just, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'm um, just like a syllabus of different like words just to say how small it is. It's a small machine. And I'm very impressed with the, the the size of it and how lightweight it was, but yet I'm 265. That was able to hold me up no problem, and I didn't feel any budge or any give. Um, and I was doing squats like you would have thought I've, I've been working out for years nonstop. And uh, what what gave you that inspiration to create such an amazing device?
0: Um. I, you know, I trying to think. Like I said, I saw the the girl in the gym doing them. Mm-hmm. I started working around. I once I started, especially once I started doing it and feeling it, um, I was just. It was just so exciting to keep, you know, keep pushing it. Um, I will say, like, because the whole process of of getting it, I, you know, approached some of those invention companies that they have out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> They 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 want a lot of money. They don't guarantee a lot of results. And I actually did end up getting my patent through one of them, but there was a bit of a, a fraud issue. What oh, happened okay. was, they you know well one thing that all of them do is they come you you go to them and they want you to spend about a thousand dollars on a marketing report. Oof. yeah, but they they they're saying oh yeah well we need to know that if yours is you know a marketable product, and the thing is, they sort of kind of come back with a positive review, you know, because it's in their best interest to, to kind of say, oh, okay, this is going to be a great thing. And then it's sort of, and then they want you to come back, you know, put in another, you know, ten to $20,000 for, you know, the patent and marketing and all this kind of stuff. And I actually fell for that on one of them. They made it sound too good to be true. Um, after I had spent you know on the marketing report and they came back and and then you know went to the patent process and you know didn't hear anything for a while they even but at one point they said oh yeah your're patent pending status but they didn't really say much else they even sent me a report from a from a trade show and I did check online there was actually a trade show they sent a report from but that was about it didn't hear anything again and this was more of a, a company this wasn't the the actual law firm that was doing the patent so i ended up uh calling them and they said that oh we did what we were supposed to do we got your provisional patent and i'm like what no it's supposed to be it's non-provisional and so i actually threatened to turn them into the um, patent office for fraud and they they so they actually got a hold of the other company (laughs) and um and they actually and then i finally did get the full patent but all the marketing they promised wasn't there.
1: What's the difference the difference between non-provisional and provisional in this in Pro, this case? Provisional is
0: short term. I don't even know why they would have a, a provisional patent. Okay. Um so so it was it was only like only supposed to last like a year to 18 months or something like
1: that. That is not a long time. No, so, it's not a long time because if you for have an idea and you have yeah. a provisional, no, yeah, not or not provisional provisional is basically short term okay and so you have a provisional patent if i have an idea after that year a company can take it and just do what they want
0: yeah they can take it and they can even probably patent it themselves as as a non-provisional patent why does that even exist i i don't know i don't know if it's maybe companies just throw that in there so they can at least get things you know started or something or Mm -hmm. make sure that nobody else can come up with something i would have to know more about you know so my advice to anybody that's actually going to be, you know, going to look at this, don't look at those companies. Go to, you know, a patent attorney here in this state, someone you can look at. I know there's a guy in, um, in the Portland area. He'll at least give you a free consultation and everything. Um, one of the things that helped me a lot on this was, when I had to have drawings. I'm not an artist. Uh, Craigslist was a godsend for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Yes, I just put an ad on Craigslist, Need an artist. I had several artists to go from. Uh, when I was looking at getting the prototypes made, I, one, I, I drove around to different fabrication shops around here in town. A lot of them wouldn't talk to me. They were just like, oh yeah, we, we're kind of busy. We'll get to you in a month. And I'd leave a number I'd never hear from. I put an ad on Craigslist and needed somebody to fabricate this or that for me. I got it just tons of people that do it out of their garage or something or, or their back shed. So it was it was great. So
1: amazing because uh, i i i have that i i do have that feeling of, of i wanted to make something myself and and you know with 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 my family and with my uncle and everything and one of the things that i we struggled on and at least i struggled with was uh looking up the the legal mumbo jumbo of it like to have a patent one of the things i did you had to have the drawings and you had to have, did you have to have the prototype then and there in order or just the schematics
0: you you don't have to have those, and even if you have drawings, they're gonna they're gonna do technical drawings, mm-hmm. which will add on to the cost of what you do. Um, so, so, but it does help. I would almost say that it it's good to have a prototype because you don't have to have a prototype either, but it's that's good, what I was worried about too. It's good to have one, mm-hmm. so one that you know that it works, because I was actually worried at one point that that this thing wasn't gonna work, as as you know. And so I'm also surprised of how, well, as well, as well it works. I had some ideas. I thought, okay, this might, this seems like it could work. But then, you know, then, you know, once I started using it and even before I was able to find a manufacturer, I went out and did some uh, public demonstrations. I went to some 5k runs and everything, and I've never had anybody who's tried it give me bad feedback. Mm Mm-hmm. I've had people look at it and say, oh, that doesn't look, you know, because like you said, it is hard to describe. It's, I mean, best way to think about it, it's a modified weight bench where you put your feet on pedals and it, it
1: supports your, your shins and your knees. And the it, the pedals threw me off. I, again, I thought I was going to fall, but they're very sturdy. What's that thing made out of?
0: Um, the, the, best, the whole unit. It's, it's, there's made of some steel. Okay. Um, because it's made overseas, it's it's not the same steel they would call it here. But I gave them a, th- a you know a wall thickness, and everything, and they 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 uh, were able to pretty much you know um, find the equivalent, and everything. So so yeah, it's it's uh, here they call it schedule forty mm-hmm. steel. So it's, um, I don't know what they call it over there, but it's the same thickness and same sturdiness.
1: Yeah, and I don't feel that thing break it did you do any testing stress testing Did you throw that thing off of buildings to see what um, it can endure
0: <laughs> no Again, i'm two
1: i'm afraid of those pedals but yeah it was I, it held me
0: i've had um no i well it's interesting because the first prototype i made we used a very thin pipe and it did break mm-hmm. or it didn't break it bent mm-hmm. so then i i ended up having to go you know find something else, and we actually went too thick, so one of my prototypes is actually really heavy compared to the others, (laughs) so, um, and, uh, so, so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really strong, I've had somebody close to 400 pounds use it, you know, um, and I've also myself, you know, I'm, I'm about 210, and I've, you know, grabbed some heavy weights and used it, some heavy dumbbells, Mm -hmm. um, and used it, so, Um, I've, and I've known, you know, other people who's been heavier than me use it as well. So, so, so far I don't see any issues.
1: Yeah. And, um, this definitely calls to like an apartment. This calls to like Mm -hmm. someone who doesn't have access to a a traditional gym. Um, it's with all the, with all the, the R and R that you put into it, uh, with all the time and all the. You know, blood, sweat, and tears. Um, how? What? What? What's the? What's the end game here for you? Like, what? Where, where's the goal here? Um, just ship units singly, sell out to a bigger company. Um, what? Where do you want to go with this? Because this is a great idea. I'm just like surprised no one thought about it. You got my ass up working out <laughs> easy. I'm ready to just throw money at your face because that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Well.
0: Just just so you know, um, first thing price they're they're about two hundred fifty dollars a unit, mm-hmm. so which is is pretty good. Um, um, my end game, I you know I envision a lot of things. Um, I'm hoping to pretty soon be be listed on Amazon, but currently um, I do have my own website, uh, www.simplesquat.com. Um, you can contact me through there through email. My phone number's on there through the contact page. If if anybody's interested, there's also a lot of pictures because other than squats, you can do a lot of other exercises with this thing. You know, I've and every time I I you know start looking into it, I can find some more things to do. So there's um, so it, it is a very versatile home equipment. What I'd really like to envision, because I mean, one, it's nice to sell something, but two, it's actually kind of nice to sell something that that people will enhance. People, I have certain fitness philosophies I go by in life and everything and I know how much fitness has helped my life mm-hmm. and help you know you know improve me so I, it's nice to be able to sell something and help improve people um, one thing I'd really like to envision is actually if um, you know how you have spinning classes where you have you go into a class and you have one person on a bike instructing all these other people on a bike mm-hmm. I could envision like almost an aerobics class with a simple squat where people go in you're gonna get a full body workout um, you know, if, if, if a gym is, you know, buys seven units, one for an instructor, you know, six for the class members, that would be, I'd, I'd love to see that.
1: Would you I even consider see... doing one yourself? I know you're a busy dude, but can you consider doing a class yourself? Cause man, like um... if I can have the, the, the owner, like that'd be even, even a cool little flex there too. It's a lot of work, but man, yeah. I would love yeah. to see you out there too.
0: I, you know, I, I probably would. Um, although, you know, because, you know, all the units I have, I, I leave them in the box except for the one I, I demonstrate. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I have to see if six people actually bought some and actually wanted to get together and do something like that. Yeah, I could, I could do that. and actually be kind of fun to actually help come up with a whole routine, be able to, to pace it out for a while.
1: I can see that, too. And, and I, I think that'd be really exciting to get, like, a whole group of people just because I see, you know, especially even if you sell one unit to a guy... Um, like have online, cl- everything's online now, obviously. Yeah. So even, you know, get the thing, get the, get the, get the device, get the simple squat and you offer online classes like, um, where they do the instructional video at with you. Cause again, this thing can go in your home. This is in your bedroom. This is anywhere. I felt it in my legs, in my calves. I, I, again, guys, I'm 260 meat and cheese. <laughs> And I saw more results doing five of the five squats than I did with uh, any push up or any traditional squat uh, that I have uh, done in my life. So, um, so you you, you you got your patent, mm-hmm. and just kind of backtracking, you got your patent, um, and patents are good for you know as x amount of years. Um, are you? I don't think you're worried because I see see a great product here, so I don't think you should be worried. But um, competition, does that exist?
0: You know, about a year or two ago, I saw something online called Squat Magic. (laughs) And I looked at that, and all you can really do, it's it's basically a little, like a stool, that you can pretty much sit on and squat, Mm -hmm. you know. And it has three things of resistance, and that's it. So I don't see, I don't, you know, um, unfortunately, they got it out there. They have the money to do a you know an infomercial and everything, and so um, I, I know my thing is more effective. I just don't have the financial backing to get it out there like that. I'm and again, I'm part of it. I'm myself. I'm not one into you know. I'm so far. I haven't borrowed any money. Everything I put into it, in you know the patent, the prototypes, and even this first shipment that I've got of all these units I have to sell, it's all my own money. You know, I've I've scraped, I've saved, I've you know, sacrificed, so you know, competition wise, I really don't see a whole lot. You know, there there are other things I see things that are way more expensive that people could buy, or something.
1: Well, like a traditional bench, for example, is you're looking at a like, with the works, eight hundred to, over fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, easy. Yeah. With and and what I liked about the simple squat was. I didn't need to buy any accessories. I didn't need to use any accessories. It's just me and the machine. And I think the easier you can make it for consumers, the more likely they're going to want to purchase it. And if anyone, I'm your tar- I'm your target demographic, man. Like, <laughs> you got me going. Again, I, I'm surprised you got yeah. me going. I, I, I almost want to, you know, tell my friends, which I'm doing. Hey, friends, check them out. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh well, the other thing when you say accessories, though, I would suggest because at some point, if as you improve, you know, um, maybe dumbbells to add weight to your to your squats, or there's also on it I put a hook in there that goes behind you so you can use resistance bands for the squats plus a few other exercises as well.
1: And that's not so, a lot to ask for, though. They, they no. I saw what you did because there's the the hook mechanism, and it's not intrusive. It's not in the way. Um, and you did, uh, you did that where you sat on the other side of it. Uh, what did you call that? Where you? Um... Oh, concentration curls. Uh huh. Where, where you sit? You basically you kneel
0: down. You're down on your, you know, you kneel down, mm-hmm. but it supports your arms, and a lot of people, you know, like to do that because it really isolates the biceps. When mm-hmm. you're, when you're doing those concentration curls.
1: And again, i'm'm I'm, I'm just gonna praise this machine. I, I, I'm if you can get me up, that's great. Uh, let me get up real quick. we're gonna take one more break, maybe two more breaks. I always say I'm taking breaks, but are we really taking breaks? Who's really taking breaks? Uh, we'll be right back with down the rabbit hole. We're, okay, guys, we're back with down the rabbit hole. You're with Luis. I'm still very excited. <laughs> I just drank three cups of coffee today, and um, I'm I'm still here with Robert. We're having a great time. Uh, one of the things I we were we were so when I do my episodes after we record a little bit, uh, we just kind of have a regroup. I call it a regroup. We just kind of see where we're at, um, and a lot of the times, and and I think this is where it's cool because I have my own personal podcast. Where we have a little powwow with each of my guests and every single time I'm like, oh shit, we gotta record because this is getting good <laughs> because for the first like five ten minutes we're just kind of regrouping and seeing where we're at and uh, it, the conversation just gets so good so we're just going right into it uh, one of the things that uh, you know with with the simple squad being what it is and and in the the many improvements that it can do into one's life um, it, it's 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 a personal device. Um, and it's fitness, it's fitness, it, which is really important to your life. And I'm starting to realize that now. Um, and, and one of the things you were mentioning, uh, how does fitness relate back to your life? What is, why is it so important to you? Well, it, it's always helped me in a lot of ways. Um,
0: so, and I always think about it cause I have certain fitness philosophies mm-hmm. and I, I think of fitness as such a personal achievement. So it's like, you know, it's, it's fitness can't break up with you. So fitness can't fire you. Fitness can't, um, you know, can't be downsized from fitness. You can't be let go from fitness. It's, it's, it's your own, you know, so when other things are getting you down in life, you still have fitness, you know, you still have that achievement that you did yourself that nobody can take away from you. You can't, you can't lose. I mean, you basically, you have to lose it yourself. If you give up your, you basically what they call fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other thoughts I have too about it is if you know people who like people that get into buying a gun. That some people call that taking responsibility for your own personal defense. Well, I look at fitness as you know, and and dieting, which I don't do as good as I should. But I look at fitness and dieting as taking some responsibility for your own health. You know, and one of the things I've noticed is like where I work, um, I've got the best attendance record. I've actually been, um, I think it's I've been at least three or three years at least without calling in sick. And I get attendance bonuses every year from that mm-hmm. at, at my work, so it's it's really nice. It really it really has you know enhanced it um, so much. I don't you know I don't get sick. If I do get a cold, it doesn't last as long. It's not as intense. You know, um, my doctor calls me boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a 52 year old man. He calls me boring. I will you know just to be fair, I do. My cholesterol is a little high, not much over 200. So, but they still put me on statins because they just said, oh, well, it takes you down from, you know, 25% of, you know, chance of having a heart attack to, I don't know, somewhere below 15 or 10%. You know, it's just really low with with the statins and the doctor recommended that. But other than that, I don't, you know, I don't take medications. I, you know, I do 5Ks. I prefer to do um, obstacle course 5Ks. And I'm out there, you know, doing these obstacles better than people half my age. <laughs>
1: I believe it. Right here, I can <laughs> oh, I need. A, I need. A, I want to do one, but I just don't know where to start. But I'm thinking of doing something light, like the bubble ones or the mud ones. That are. I yeah. Those, those
0: are a lot of fun. Um, I would suggest the bubble ones are good. Um, I would suggest the dirty dash if they ever do it again. Mm-hmm. That was um, they do that down at the uh, motocross track in Albany every July, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. They don't time you. They just you just go out there and they set a group off and you go off running into the woods and they've got all these fun obstacles to go over and you know, you're going to get, you're going to get wet and muddy. You pretty much decide you're going to destroy a pair of shoes. Fair. So, but they're a lot of fun. They're such an adrenaline rush. And that's
1: what, that's what I hear. And, and and I remember I I really like with my old coworkers, um, I, and again, it goes back to the thing of my motivation, my Mm -hmm. lack thereof, uh, prior to, um, you know, I found a lot of my inspiration in Hawaii. Uh, That's where I found to do this, to do, um, to be creative and to seek out other creatives uh, was before I went to Hawaii. I didn't like traveling. I didn't like leaving. And, and, you know, I I didn't like anything. And uh, just broadening my horizons really changed that. For example, my coworkers, we did a, they were going to do a bubble run and I was all for it until the last day I signed up, paid for everything, got everything ready. I just did not show up. And I just remember making excuses. And a lot of it was just me not wanting to get out there and not seeing the point to it at the time. And it was all this toxic thinking. How do you, what do you recommend for someone who's in that funk or in that state of starting? Um, Well, definitely don't start with the 5K. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Part of it, because I know like gyms can be intimidating.
1: Oh, they really people.
0: are. They they can be, but the thing is, like to me, I admire some of the you know, some of the people that, you know, I see overcoming issues and coming into the gym mm-hmm. um, a lot more than I than I do like the super fit people. I mean, I admire the fit people. Some of my role models are these are fit people that are older than me. But um, which actually brings me to a good story of our mutual friend Neville.
1: Mm-hmm. Our, our Shout somewhat. out to Neville, Neville. If you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, you're miss because I haven't seen you much since COVID. So um, I mean, I need to watch your new movies. Yeah. So, and that, speaking of that, I didn't know he was an actor for
0: six months that, I, <laughs> that we were friends. Seriously. Yeah. I would go to the gym and I, and I, this, this guy would come in there and he's got some, you know, he's, he doesn't get around very well, but he was just, ripped. Gee, yeah, he was ripped. He was doing whatever exercises he could do. Mm-hmm. And he was every day I'd go in, he was there you know, and there was, you know, cause there's times I'm not even motivated every day, but this guy, he just, he just would come in. So one day we were both on a benches right next to each other. And I looked over to him. I said, I said, dude, I really, I just got to say, I admire your determination. <laughs> it's like you, you just come in here and you do whatever you can. And I mean, he's, you know, at the time he was getting around on a crutch, he's now doing much better and using, a, you know, only using a cane, but he's, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was, you know, six months later that that he was talking to another guy, and I had just seen one of The Rock's movies, and the guy looks at him and goes, "Oh, did you ever work with The Rock?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I did an episode of Saturday Night Live with him." And I was like, "You're an actor?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he told me about thirteen cameras, and it took me so long to watch that to see this, you know, this guy that he's the nicest guy in the world, and to see him
1: do the, you know, the things it, in the it's movie. Fucked up, isn't it? Yes. I I, I, I told him, and I, I was like, I watched it. And I was like, you're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I just watch? And then, you know, when the, the sequel, I, and then I watched the sequel and I was like, you're disgusting. Get away from me. Because <laughs> he plays it so well. And um, I was like, I, I, I'm, ugh, don't touch, don't touch me. Dick. Yeah. And so, but that, that's good. That's, just, he's just good at what he does. And I'm very impressed that that, that that's kind of how you found him. Because again, you six months and nothing. Six months. All we talked
0: about was you know fitness and the gym and everything. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of one of those things that you just somebody you see at the gym and and uh, you know because see another thing is if you have ever heard of the philosophy of the third place. Um, so people have their home, they have their job, so that's their first and second place. Okay. Starbucks philosophy part of it was for people to hang out. That was the third place. For me, the gym is the third place. It's like some place that makes me very comfortable that I go to, work out and everything. And that's kind of where you know I've got you know just a few people, not a lot, you know that I will say hi to or you know talk a little bit. And that's kind of what Neville became as one of those friends at the third place and stuff. So until we got to know each other a little better, <laughs> when I found out what he did. It's like wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting that you bring up that third place because I I do feel like lately, especially lately, but. Um, for years it's, for me it's always been my two places and I don't think I've ever found a third place that I can call my own other than them. Um, maybe the dog park in Kaiser. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know how do you, how do you, how do you find your third place really? You know, in a sense, and especially the gym, I think on paper that sounds like a great idea cause you're getting fit. You know, all these personal benefits Yeah. and, you know, personal enlightenment, enlightenment, uh, it's very enlightening to uh to to get that type of, you know, inner peace. Um, do you feel yourself more at inner peace with yourself? You don't seem like an angry person by um, all
0: means. No, I can be, but not <laughs> but so can anybody.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I think more of it is just it's just a feeling of confidence. Like when I'm walking around, mm-hmm. I just I just you know, it's just a strong feeling. Uh, one thing, because you know, when you exercise, it releases those endorphins in your head mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so you just have a more, I think, a more positive outlook. You just so. Um, so I, you know, it's kind of hard to explain. You know, I mean, along, along with the motivation, sort of one thing I envisioned myself of what I what I wanted to be, and it's almost like going down a rabbit hole <laughs> mm-hmm. is when, once you get started you do a little bit like you know i would recommend if somebody was new because i see a lot of people go to the gym and then they just try to do way too much at first
1: yeah and, I, i've and, done that and
0: i quit yeah after a week yeah and see i would suggest going in just do you know 10 to 15 minutes on the bike or something like that get in get into that um, you know getting that getting that routine of doing it three times a week going in there and doing that Take your favorite music, put on the headphones or something or, or you know, find a good YouTube video or something like that. or um, my wife is great about taking <laughs> she takes her iPad everywhere and watches shows and keeps up with so many more shows than I do because but something like that, I mean, it's just there's so much you can just do and just start small. just do something like that. go get on you know an elliptical or a treadmill for you know 10 or 15 minutes. Do that three times a week for a few weeks or something, and then just add in something. Say, okay, I'm going to add in a body part. Say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go, you know, work my legs or something. Um, one of the things I think about with the simple squat is that women want to fit good in their jeans, mm-hmm. so you know that's why I say leg workouts. And so, like the simple squat will, you know, work your work your legs and your buttocks really good, so you can fit in your jeans or something. But you know, envision yourself. Try start small. Have it have it kind of become, you know, and and it'll it'll grow from there. You know, eventually you'll see something, look at someone that, you know, that's admirable in the gym. Like I say, there's lots of people there that I look at and I'm just like, wow, that would be nice to be, you know, a lot more like that person. Um,
1: A lot of people are are intimidating though. And I think that's one of the reasons why I never approach people is intimidation and fear of rejection. Um, How do you handle that type of rejection from somebody? Like I know there's etiquette and I'm sure you're not trying to bug everyone who's just trying to focus on themselves. Yeah. what kind of, you know, advice would you have for that, especially with the etiquette already in place? Um,
0: well, most people, there's a lot of people I don't really approach in the gym or anything. I mean, even if they're they're, you know, even if they're, you know, someone I'm admiring or something, I don't, you know, one I try not to stare or anything. I probably probably do. They might think I'm creepy, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I just I'll just look at them at a distance. I might ask them something. Um, a good thing to ask them because a lot of them are really really willing to show if you ask them a specific exercise well you know how do you do that how does this work um definitely i would say you know if you're a guy don't don't just approach good-looking women to ask those questions like that they they, they definitely they get they i think in the gyms they get a lot of people approach them like that you know um you know approach the other guys and ask them and something and ask them you know how how that works that or how they they work, you know, how they do that exercise, what's a better form. And most of them are willing to,
1: fully willing to help you, you know. You hear that, guys. If you're like me and you don't like talking to people, uh, you pick the wrong profession, Luis, because this is all you have to do is (laughs) talk to people. Um, And, and, you know, I'm just kidding, guys. But this is like a form of therapy for me, you know. Like, uh, from the first episode to now, I think uh, I try to keep one thing constant is the energy and uh if you feel like you know you're like me and you don't like to interact with people definitely there's a lot of benefits to you know meeting people and you don't always have to be the lone wolf so to speak um people are out to help you and i feel like people were always out to sabotage me too uh it goes with you know stemming back from like bullying and things like that but um you're right i think everyone doesn't doesn't have their own agenda and they're not like trying to yeah. sabotage you they're just trying to benefit themselves. They're trying to better themselves, I should say. Yeah. They're out there just trying to better themselves. Um, so I, I like the I, I like the key. I like the code. I'm really digging the key here because, uh, you know, again, I, I, I have a lot of... I'm starting with just my 10 push-ups a day and I think it's going to increase after a while because just doing 10 alone, I haven't worked out in a couple of years. I have these moments where I work out for a couple months and then I quit and then I go back and then I quit but I'm still like 265 and I don't want to necessarily lose weight I just want to feel healthier again I think my ideal was probably like 240 that's my like perfect ideal weight I wasn't feeling like tired all the time I wasn't feeling uh, sick constantly correct right. I was getting like cold a lot I am getting colds a lot, you know, and in a time like this, you can't get sick. <laughs> um, and I mean, diet has a lot to do with it, but, uh, I think right now my main focus is the actual physical part because I, I need to get up and go. Um, did you ever find yourself in a funk? You seem like, because you, you, you were always very about it. Do you have your off days too?
0: Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody has off days and there are times I do feel in a funk. Um, You know, uh, sometimes I I have an issue with food. Yeah. (laughs) Food is such a stress reliever for me. I don't, you know. So good. And and it is so good. And there's so many, you know, um, you know, darn you, Salem. There's so many damn good restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Just downtown alone. Um, Downtown. um, Even some of the, like, some of the bars, like... um, you know, uh, I go to Heroes Tap House a, a, a lot. They got some some good burgers and some good food there. There's just you know, but yeah, downtown there's some good ones too. And, and yeah, um, my you know, so sometimes I'll do a little too much of that, and it'll put me somewhat in a funk. I really have to work hard to get that out. Um, there was you know, you know, it, it's hard to say. I think there's um, a few years back because I'm actually on my third marriage. So when my second marriage ended, I went through a period of depression, and um, so I I did work out I think, but I I think I I spaced it out too much and I and I neglected certain areas, you know. So um, and it... I think there was times that I did I just you know because I, I, was in this you know she 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 moved out she had two daughters so going from a house of, you know four people to a house of one, I just kind of you know got lonely and I would. Just, you know, not do as much as I should. So, does depression get harder the older you get? Uh, it, yeah, kind of, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I think because of the way I grew up, I, I think I grew up with, um, a certain amount of lack of confidence. So, I know now and I have a lot more confidence, I think it makes it a little easier, um, to, you know, cause you, I think now, if I went through it again, I'd probably tell myself, well, I know I'm going to get through it because since I've been through it. So, um, so and the other thing at the time, I actually didn't realize it as much as I did because I, I didn't realize how antisocial I was. And I thought, oh, wow, I just went two days without talking to another person. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, you know? so, um, yeah, I, it's hard to think of the last time I actually did have a, a real downtime on this. You know, I know with the COVID, when the gym shut down, that you know it was it was hard. I did enough stuff here at home that I kept it going, and and then we'd get out and do um, like our cardio. We'd go out for a bike ride or for a run at the parks and everything. So, but it was just much easier when the other thing, because other you know also about going to a gym, being around other people, it's it's somewhat motivational. See them, it's
1: like, oh, they're working pretty hard. Maybe I should try that too. So. bad and and I mean um this is all code guys this is all uh, I know that's one of the things I struggle with is a lot it, it, a lot of is you know it, you know anxieties of growing up and, and 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 depression so it's it's really nice to kind of get to know somebody who's been through it and I know you can't give me the exact cheat codes but uh I like knowing the direction I'm heading so you know definitely that's been a theme lately and um you know existential crises so on that note we'll be we take one more break, two more breaks, seven breaks. Um, You're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole with Luis. guys you're back with down the rabbit hole you're here with me still um you know when i do these podcasts i i always have to make an effort to thank you guys for listening this far you don't have to you don't have to be here right now you don't have we don't have to do anything uh but the fact that you took this time out of your day to hear these words and hear what we're doing thank you you could have been anywhere else in the world right now but you're here with me and i think that's really impressive and uh, the fact that you take your time, I love you guys all for that, all all 1,700 of you, um, so uh, one of the things I want to get, relate that back to you is thank you for, again, I know and thank you so much today, but thank you for being here and uh, letting me into your world again, uh, I'm just going to keep I'm just gonna live here now. After this, <laughs> I'm moving in. Um, and one of the things I want to talk to you though about discipline. Uh, we talked a lot about you know motivation, but discipline I feel is a key factor in improving oneself. Uh, what are your What is your take on discipline? Because I feel like if you you can't have one without the other, and if you don't have discipline, you're really just running in circles. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, one of the things I've always thought about with discipline was um, what, I haven't told you this about me. I was in the military. I did three years in the Navy and that taught me force discipline. (laughs) I don't know if you, you, I mean, as you probably, you've seen like boot camp where they get in their face, they yell at them, it's do it or else and this kind of stuff. So I, I always thought there's two kinds of discipline, force discipline or Mm self-discipline, you know? And you know, when you're self, when you use self-discipline, it's so much more rewarding, you know? For most people, it's like, oh, okay, you got to do this. And it's like, and you don't feel as good. Like, oh, you know, somebody's yelling at you, sweep that floor up, you know, and you don't feel as good about sweeping up the floor as if you decided, okay, I don't like, you know, I don't like the way that floor looks. So I'm going to sweep it up. and You look back and you're like, okay, I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, and it almost sort of can f- fall into like with the fitness things. Like when you're done, it's starting is the hardest part. <laughs> Really, I believe that. Once you get into it and everything, and make it a habit, then you feel so much better. So you're just like, okay, I'm glad I did. And that's why when you ask me if I have down days or something, it's been so long since I've had one, because I just, you know, when I do, I don't feel as good about myself. Because um, believe it or not, I like to, you know, I like to, you know, I like to watch movies and certain TV shows. So if I spend, you know, if if I want a day binge watching something I want to make sure that I at least get a good workout in the morning so I don't feel so bad about it so but and then I'm glad when I'm done you know that I've had the self-discipline to get up go out there do it so I do but there's always areas for improvement on that too because like I said I don't eat very well I mean we've been changing Uh, a few months ago we switched to you know from an eggs for breakfast to a smoothie Mm, we do a fruit smoothie I mean it was such a small little change uh, my wife lost 20 pounds doing that congratulations oh yeah it's it's incredible you can look at you know we look at our you know we got married in January and you look at our wedding pictures and look at now it's like I was like wow and because I was noticing it's like okay I'm you know I'm hugging her and I feel her way smaller but I didn't realize and I look at the wedding pictures I'm like wow you really did change
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I wish I could have that kind of discipline. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a little hard you you again throw the bad food in front of me also with timing of you know trying to switch my schedule from days to nights and everything i'm eating at the wrong times you know working 12-hour shifts it's like there's so much time between eating that i sort of
1: binge eat a little bit too much so and with you mentioned self-improvement um we're always constantly growing i feel like we're constantly changing as humans um where do you see yourself next in the next tier of your life? Like where, where do you want to improve for yourself?
0: Um, you know, it's, it's really hard to say. I want, you know, of course, you know, like anybody who's starting a venture, you I want the product to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, you know, the biggest thing is I want to see that it helps other people too. So where I see myself, it's hard to say you know, right now because the experience alone has been really, really good. It's been it's been fun. I kinda look back and I think ever since, you know, I've got with um just to give a shout out here, the the one who the company who helped me was the abs company. They make the ab roller and they do other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the head of that company, Sean Gagnon, it's really cool to be able to email a CEO and get things back. So Sean, if you ever hear this, thank you so much. This has been so great. And I've sent him thank you letters, tell him like, look, even you know even if it doesn't you know get off i've it's been such a great experience being able to like see this thing that i envisioned to final product to actually you know getting my first shipment and taking pictures with it like oh look at this it's just i mean it's a box but i'm like oh look at the box i got <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool so um you know it's hard to say where i see myself next i mean i you know i mean part of my look is like okay i want to you know trim down be be fit um you know uh it's it's hard to say it really is i'm just and that's the thing is i'm so positive i know that something good is going to be is is there next around the corner um i don't know what it is but i'm going to keep working towards it you know
1: it's all about and, self-improvement and, and i think yeah. that's, a, that's that's yeah. an important thing yeah. Uh, I'm always trying to find other ways to self-improve. Okay. I'm always trying to find new goals and new things to find about myself to self-improve, yeah. and I think that's always really important to kind of have that uh, established. And any goals, any any tips, I'm I'm taking them. If you if you if you give me a tip, <laughs> I I want to hear it. I, I'm I'm all for it. Well, one thing
0: I have here is a little special gift for you. He's got okay. a gun. <laughs> 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 Help. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so Let me see. Okay, make sure it's the right way. Okay. okay. So to help so, me with your 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 future podcasts. Okay. And
1: everything, um, I have I have a little little helpful thing that'll help you. So he's uh, giving me a red box. So you guys get a vibe for it. It's a red yeah. and black box. Yep. About shoe size. Uh, <laughs> so it's about that size, like a shoe yeah. shoe box, like that size. Think of so, that size. Red so, lid. And it is a is a book.
0: A college book on interviewing that I got from the University of Oregon a couple years ago.
1: Oh my god that's cool
0: yes so as much as you first you said you're shy I don't believe you <laughs> second, <laughs> second you do you're very professional about these podcasts. you ask the right questions you go the right direction and you um, but this like anything even when you're an expert. There's always more knowledge to learn and more growth you can have. So this, and I've I've glanced through the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually invited down to uh, U of O for this class one day. So he he gave me the book. The, all the students signed it for me. I've I've read you know skimmed through it. I I enjoy it. I like it. Um, like there's one chapter I almost think you could skip. There's a, a chapter on building a rapport with your subject. It's like, you've got that down pat,
1: but I'm sure there's something you can figure on it. <laughs> oh my God. But, Thank you so much. But, I, this no, and I am speechless and i had never had anyone give me a gift like this. That's so poignant yeah. only because, okay, maybe you were reading my text messages, but I was like telling my girlfriend everything. I was like, I kind of want to read more and I want to get more, find different ways to self-improve yeah. and... YouTube videos are great, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm a physical learner, but I definitely want to, you know, learn more. Um, I'm always into learning, and I want to knock. and it's, it's not, guys, there's pictures in it, too, so it's not like all, <laughs> so it's not all, so the book is called Interviewing the Oregon Method, edited by Peter Laufer. He's uh, a instructor at U of O. Currently, still instructing. Yeah. I might just hit him up next. Yeah, <laughs> guys, tag Peter Loeffer if he has an Instagram, tag him if he has a, a Facebook account, tag this man. Uh, because I want to meet him next. Um, let's make this happen. Let's, let's, all my little rabbits out there, let's, 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 let's manifest something together, shall we? We shall manifest <laughs> this. I want to meet him now because this is a very kind gift. Thank you so much. I don't have to You're give welcome. this back, right? No, no, it's yours. Oh, it's mine? No, you, okay. You keep it. It's you keep these. You... I don't have to Yes. No, this is <laughs> by faculty and friends of the Uni- uh, the University of Oregon yeah. of Journalism and Communications. Wow, and these are all You took this class? No, I didn't take I was invited
0: to the class okay. because um, I had been I'd started an email conversation with with Peter Lauffer. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, come down view the class for for um you know, to get the call experience for a day. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And it's a two hour class. So the first hour he went over with the students, the chapters they're supposed to read. Okay. The second hour of the class was he shanghaied me or something. And, and the second hour of the class was interviewing me. Oh, that's awesome. How did that go? <laughs> yeah. Did they record it? Or was it just like a, it, a one- they didn't record it. It was, I mean, any of the students could ask me a question. Um, yeah, they they you know that we went into a little bit of my work. Um, they went some on my invention, and they went a little bit on some political views.
1: <laughs> That's so, dangerous. I like. Yes, it.
0: that was dangerous. I don't want to get into those as much. They were actually very civil about it though too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was really good. I really enjoyed the class, and then then actually had had a little lunch with Peter afterwards, and and got to talk some and and it was it was great it was he's he's a very smart guy very nice and it was a good experience for me and he i went away with that book and so, when I, so when I saw that when i realized
1: oh i'm gonna be getting this interview i was like oh hey you have to think he'd like this book so, i and and the so, fact that it's so, so it's not overly complex and overly di- dissected his thoughts here are not overly dissected and i like that it's very um digestible Um, and in the sense that I'm just like I'm just skimming through it and it's, you know, changing quotes we never ever alter them except when we do (laughs) and that's a really... (laughs) I, th- that stuck out to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the quote that just stuck out to me yeah for example guys and and just that's the type of stuff that you, and that i'm going to be getting in this book i'm going to do a full rundown and i'm going to do a review on this book once i'm done reading it and i'm going to i'm going to come back to you with this one yep. and if you Good. if you accidentally throw my name at this man peter don't okay. be afraid to throw my name at there. okay <laughs> just throw my name just just don't be afraid um because this is cool this is the cool again uh this is cooler than any the any any gift I've ever gotten just cuz it's, it's 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 definitely what I'm about yeah. um, more about the class what what else did you take away from that um
0: I, you know, I kind of liked it. I, I liked the fact that like, his students in that class was very diverse. It, it was interesting thinking of like looking at what kind of like the ones that wanted to be reporters are different. One girl, she I think she wanted to be an actress. Mm-hmm. She talked about that. Another one, she was more into technology. So she kept asking me qu- technology questions about my, my current work. Um, I think the guy sitting next to me, he was a basketball player, but I think he wanted to be a sports reporter. Because he he definitely wasn't tall enough to be a basketball you know Mm -hmm. to go pro or anything like that, so I like that there was it was such a diverse class they were very um, they were very civil and everything and and um, and stuff they didn't treat me like this old guy and or you know yeah. yeah. I I've had some experiences with some younger people that just look, like, "Oh, you oh, you're old, you don't know what you're
1: talking about. You don't know what you're doing." And, "Oh, buddy, <laughs> but older people know everything." Yeah. Yeah, and that's the coolest thing. Actually, yeah. um I'm I'm still I'm going to let you take over the rabbit hole. This is your podcast now. I'm just going <laughs> to read this for now. Um talk about talk someone to yourselves, everyone. Um can you do me a favor though? Uh I one thing I do ask, everyone's written in here for you. Yeah, Could you write a page for me? Can you write in here for me? I, I can try. My handwriting is atrocious. I have ugly but, handwriting.
0: So, But yeah, I can if you, I can try if you could, it. I so, think that'd be
1: cool just to keep cause, this going because they're real to you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the one thing, like you said, how do I see myself in the future and everything? I hope that, you know, things like I love giving people gifts on stuff. And I love, you know, gifts that enhance people's lives, you know. And it's like, I hope that like the the Simple Squad, I hope it enhances people's lives if they buy it and they they use it. If not, I hope you find something like that that will, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, because I mean, that's really to me kind of what a lot of things in life is all about. Like you, you started this podcast, you're growing, you've been like when you were setting up, you're talking about the different technologies you've been learning on it too. Mm -hmm. But also this, I mean, the substance of it, because, because this is, you know, one thing I've recently found out is, I mean, this kind of stuff I think is the future. You know, I mean, anybody doing, you know, can just get started and stuff like this and just take it and run with it. That's why, you know, I watch and it's like it's almost like I watch just as much YouTube now as I do regular TV because there's so many people that have different shows. And now and partly, I think because of you, I've discovered podcasts because I started, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to be on this thing. I might as well learn a lot more about it. Sorry for stuff. the
1: older episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no, they're great. You know, um, uh, you know. Uh, I think if they're a little short, I kind of like don't, don't, you know, I look at, I look at the time of them. So if they're, they're longer, I like them and and put them on for long drives or something now. So it's great because I don't want to, you know, um, because, you know, sometimes radio, you have commercials and everything. So it gets, it gets boring, but it's great to hear podcasts and hear different people and, and so, actually, I don't think
1: you should apologize for older episodes. You know? <laughs> uh, and and I guess the only reason I apologize for him because I know I shouldn't, but my man, those ones were were interesting. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to talk about their sex lives with me uh, at a bar uh, while they're drunk. Um, l- let's be sober if we talk about sex. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, really quick, uh, I'm uh, I want yeah I will I will I will look Peter Laufer up. Uh, I'm just curious what. Were there any podcasters or any like radio personality or aspiring radio personalities in that class? No, the none that I knew of. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, that'd be interesting, fascinating it. to do a sit in. I would love to just sit in there and you know. Yeah. I I should reach out to him too because that's, I've always thought of something like that, but I have a really horrible ego that I'm fixing, <laughs> and I'm figuring it out as I go along. But things like this, then I then I come back to earth and I'm like, wow, these things helped me a lot, and, um, I am excited to learn more about him, just because I'd never heard of him, and I love, I, I, I love reading, he's reachable, is what I'm saying, he's, he's here, he's, he's not necessarily in Salem, but he's here, and he's someone I can, you know, he's, look at him, he's had, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, like, notable things and notable works that he's done. How did you find this guy?
0: Um, he did a guest opinion in the in the local paper, and I just I and a lot of those they they leave an email address, and so we started conversation back and forth because I actually disagreed with him. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> Take that, Peter. But he was so he was so cordial about it. You know, you don't see a lot of that these days when people disagree on something. Mm-hmm. And he was so, and I, I kept telling him, I was like, wow, I, I, you know, he was, he's open about his, what, what his stances were. And he was very respectful on our disagreements. And I, I kept telling him, I was like, I really respect that. I mean, I, you know, and that's the big thing I like. It's it's fine. If you disagree with me, that's, I can understand that, but let's be respectful about it. You know, don't, um, you know, don't sit there and just call somebody names because you don't agree with what they feel or something. Just, you know, explain your port, part, explain their part and just you know go on you know you can guys can go on and you can actually probably get
1: along a lot better <laughs> and, and that's one of the things I I, I I've touched on briefly was like toxic male masculinity and how that factors into a lot of those thoughts mm-hmm. excuse me and a lot of that you know negative energy in a debate or in a just general conversation and that's one of the things that when I every interview I tell people, If you want to say fuck for 30 minutes, you can. I won't be doing it because I have this standard for myself that I want to keep. Even if that's not what you want to do, this is how I'm going to be. You know what I mean? And um, I I definitely like where his vibe is coming from and what he's all about. So um, thank you for giving me this wonderful gift. I'm... Gonna tell all my friends about it, and I'm definitely gonna search Peter up and bug him just because I think it would be interesting to do a sit in too. <laughs> like, can I just go to your school for a day and just let me sit in? Um, because that sounds yeah. super fascinating, and now I know that if I do go, I'll be ready for any type of questions. <laughs> boom! Spe- I love speed rounds, so I'm like, boom! Speed round, let's do it. Um, and uh, while well, I'll let you guys marinate with that thought, his name is Peter lofer guys. Look him up. And we went <laughs> back with down the rabbit hole. You're still here with Luis and here with Robert, who gives really amazing gifts, and uh, he needs to be on your Christmas list because he deserves all the good gifts back. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Right, guys, you're back with Down the Rabbit Hole. I hope you enjoyed that little break. That was probably the last one you'll get for today. You've been so good, you've been so gracious. Thank you for hanging out this far. Uh, I'm here with Robert Sorensen. So, damn it, Sorensen, yes, Sorensen. See, yes. guys, and he's nice about it, like he could be really mean <laughs> about it, but um, and 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 I and I hope one of the things I do get out of it was pronouncing his name correctly. It's, I hope you're not offended by that. I just have really bad uh grammar so thankfully i can use that book to kind of give me some tips on people because i'm sure there's a page on people oh i'm sure there is (laughs) i'm sure there's a page on like you know the whole process of interviewing and like names uh so i can't wait to read the book um if you skip that part he gave me a really good gift of uh of interviewing um via uh it's a book called Interviewing the Oregon Method, Peter Laufer's book uh, over at uh, University of Oregon. So if you guys know who he is, check him out. Uh, I'm definitely going to check him out. I read a little bit of it, like little, little, like two seconds of it. I'm a fan now. So, and when I get obsessed with things, I get obsessed. But enough about that. I'm obsessed with the simple squat. And here, let me tell you why because i am 265 you guys know this i want you guys to text me 265 if you made it this far to the interview (laughs) text me 265 or message me 265 no context whatsoever i just want to know you made it this far because um you know you guys are great and you guys you know have been here since the beginning so um but i was able to successfully do squats and feel that feeling through the simple squat um, well, I'll tell, tell me about it. Tell, I will let you tell me cause man, this is, this is the key. Um, well, you know, one thing I can say
0: about it, even though, you know, yes, I'm biased cause I'm the inventor, but, but also because I, you know, I use it, I do at least two leg days a week. And when I do, you know, before I head off to the gym, I do three sets of 25 squats, you know, maybe a few, a little less if I use a little more weight or something, but it's my legs are already pumped before I get to the gym it feels so good you know so um so I really enjoy that part about it that it is so and you know another thing just just to add this I'm trying to cure a disease there's a disease out there called no acetol, where people have no acetol, and if they use the simple (laughs) squat you will have an ass (laughs) And that's all we want. I just like to have that that's humor. I all thought all we was... want at the end of the day is an ass. Um,
1: like no, and that's sorry. Uh, I I surprised you with that. Sorry, I had to throw mic that mic drop. But... No, I mean, if, I feel like I was trying to surprise you this whole time. I mean, if you can you can get me, man. That's so. awesome. I I pretty know I appreciate the humor because man, we need that. Um, times are tough, and we need that. So thank you for that. Um, and you know. That is a real disease, actually. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> a flat buttitis
0: is a real thing. You know, it's a it's almost a horrible thing with when when you're into fitness and everything, you start to look at other people's bodies and you, mm-hmm. and you notice, and there is there's a lot. It's it's bodies, It's just interesting. Real thing. Yeah, you know, and it, it's one of those things. I look at. I look at a person's body and think like, okay, what kind of shape they're into or what are they going to be in as they get older? Because that's the other thing too. As we get older, you know, our bodies are going to change if we don't because we have a lot more control over the size and shape of our body than we than we thought. So, um, so yeah, doing something like that, like doing the simple squat will help shape your body into something that that, you know, hopefully something you want. And everything it will will actually you know shape your legs and your rear and the thing i like about it too is is you don't have to do a whole lot of weight so i know that some ladies are are afraid of making their legs too big or something well it doesn't do it you know it doesn't do that it makes it shapes them it hardens them but it you know at least for me it's not making them super big
1: yeah and so. and, and uh if i can just really quick i want to shout out shelly you you reached out to shelly uh yes. Wong, she was on a couple episodes back feels like yesterday. <laughs> um can we talk about real quick what work you guys did together on that part cuz shout out to you girl. I mean, you you made that machine look real good. I see yeah. you. Well, if you go to my Instagram,
0: um the simple squat on Instagram or you go to my website www.simplesquat.com, um no capitals, no spaces, and you look at um she's she's the model that I hired. Um if you need a model, um, she's fantastic to work with. She's so down to earth. I mean, um, just you know, I can say this being a married man. She's very attractive, and but she doesn't, you know, she's so down to earth about it though too. She was oh, yeah. so great. She didn't, she didn't, you know, I didn't ask her to do anything like you know weird or anything. But she was so. I just like okay, set up the equipment. Um, you know, do this exercise, that exercise. She didn't, she didn't complain at all. She she really enjoyed the machine um and it's weird because you know i did i had, I had her do everything twice because i would do it one for my phone to take a picture one for my camera to take a picture she didn't complain at all about that um and i kept forgetting you know and i'd even come up with last minute things she never had any issues with it oh, she's so fantastic to oh, she's work a great with. sport she's a great she sport about everything so and
1: fun. uh again i see you girl i see you if, if you if you hear this text me uh 265 (laughs) 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 so we know you listen um and 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 i believe that because like um i i believe this machine has so much potential because if you can get someone from you know the ranges of me to uh, a shelly you know everyone in between that's just the perfect market for someone who's ideal market for somebody who's putting yeah. out a product, you know, the versatility of it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, for someone who works out extensively, finds use of it, someone who's trying to get into it will find use of it. Um, so, really quick, can you throw me... I want you to plug everything for the next oh. couple of minutes. Everything again. I want everyone to know where this... They can find one. And what... How much would it cost to purchase one? Um, it doesn't seem... And it's it seems not that expensive for the average consumer. Yep. Now they're two hundred and fifty dollars a unit.
0: They're brand new in the box that when you get them. Um, Since you know, especially if you're in the Salem area, I will. If you're curious about it, I will come to your house. I will demonstrate it for you. um, Let you try it out one of the demonstration units, and then I'll bring one in the box. And if you buy it, then that's yours to keep. Um, there is one special offer I want to make. I've got a few prototypes. Um, they're not collapsible like the, uh, like the, uh, the units I'm selling. They're um, One's actually a little heavier because, like I said, we All use right, Schedule yeah, yeah. 80. But what I want to do with those units is, um, I've got a couple of those, is I actually want to offer them to loan out to a coach. Let's say you're a soccer coach and you want your team to you know have, be able to do exercise, do stronger kicks. I'll loan it out to you for a season. Just let me know when your season is. I'll bring it over. We exchange information. You can borrow it for the season. And uh, although I'd just ask that you keep some a couple of brochures and cards in case the, you know, the parents or the kids want want one of their own. That's know. a fair trade. That's yep. actually
1: a very reasonable trade.
0: Yep. You know, maybe you're a cross country coach and you want your your runners to have a stronger finish. I think the Simple squad would help with that too. So. Contact me through the website or through Instagram at the simple squat or you know, or simple Contact me through one of those two and uh, let me know if you're interested in that offer. But yeah, yeah, I'm willing to. And uh, hopefully, soon um, we're finalizing the details of getting it on uh, Amazon if you're not in the Salem area, so that you can get it and get one um, through there because that's probably the best way for me to ship cross country or whatever. Mm-hmm. So
1: and, when, and once he once you guys do make an order, I'm making a promise for him. He'll he'll have dinner with you if you like. He's a Nice guy. <laughs> yeah, if you order a unit right now, he'll go have dinner with you. He's a, he's a great guy. So uh, if he if he sticks to that promise, text me two sixty five. <laughs> um, so Robert, thank you for so much for being on my show. Thank you for spending so much time with me here, uh, and 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 letting me in your home, letting me in your space. Um, thank you for the wonderful gift again. I definitely will take this one to heart, just because I'm very fascinated with learning about um, this man and what he has to offer with you know interviewing skills. And I can always use a refresher. I can always use more. Um, I'm always learning. We're always learning, and 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 this is means a lot to me. So. Uh, thank you for taking your time to kind of... Because we were supposed to do this back in March, guys. This was supposed to happen a long time ago, but then the world went to shit. And, uh, and then one thing led to another, and then the fires happened, and then this next week we're going to have an earthquake, so, you know, I'm actually anticipating... Well, not anticipating, but they said that uh, that Yellowstone was going to blow up soon. Not soon, but, like, within our lifetime, you know? And that's kind of scary, don't you think? And, um... yes. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> and uh, that made me really scared, I'm afraid of what the repercussions of that. So I hope I'm not alive for that to happen. But again, we will. Um, thank you. You're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, you're listening to Robert Sorensen, and I will post his links too because I think you guys should check this out. 250 bucks for the price of some pendejadas and if you don't understand, some bullshit product that you you normally would buy. You can buy something that will actually benefit you and help you in the long run. So check it out, guys. Definitely, you know, experience it. And that's all I got to tell you just experience it. There's nothing like it. And you're a nice guy. I can't believe you'd go out to people's house and, like, <laughs> let them try it out. That's No, that's super Dang. cool and very, very, very humbling. And it's I- nice to know that someone, a, a, a guy who owns his own company, is looking out for you versus wanting your money. So shop locally, everyone. Be safe. Anyone you want to shout out before we go?
0: Um, pretty much some of your old episodes, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely Shelley and Neville.
1: So oh yeah, and Neville, they, you guys are the best. Great. Do.
0: And then the the last one, um, Sean Gagnon of the of the Abs Company. He's been so helpful, just so down to earth, and so so great to work with to to help set me up with a decent manufacturer that uh, that I. Really trust, and I'm really glad that that he did get me this far, 'cause I was, I was pretty stumped before I before I met him. So.
1: What what's good in your life right now?
0: Um, a lot of things, really. Uh, my my work, my wife, my dogs. <laughs> uh, they're they're really good. They're they're a
1: handful, but they're so much fun. So, when was the last mm. time you remember laughing the hardest?
0: Oh, um, two weeks ago. We, I, I laughed so hard, I could barely drive. We have, um, my wife got a fairly new car with an area in the back. We put the dogs in there. We're trying to go to the dog park. Mm-hmm. She put up a little gate thing that she bought on the internet. And um, we have a Chihuahua, which is Chihuahua-Dachshund mix. He went through that thing like it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laughing. so. Well, first he struggled to get through it. So she went back. She put him back in the back. She put it down there. He sat there really good. As soon as she closed the back door, he jumped through that thing again like it was nothing. She's <laughs> laughing so hard. <laughs> I, I could barely drive us to the park. And then we got to the dog park and she had to go back there and adjust the little gate thing so he couldn't get through. <laughs> was
1: Troublemaker. I, I,
0: my eyes were watering. My gut hurt. I was laughing so
1: hard. He is such a character. Yeah, I, yeah. I from the little bit I I saw it. Just yes, yeah. personality. Oh yes, lots of personality. Big personality. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta love him. <laughs> Thanks guys for listening to down the rabbit hole. Thanks guys for laughing with me. Thanks guys for having existential crises with me. We'll see you on the next one.